0: <laughs> we are back together brother. We are back together on the same screen brother. Finally, finally brother. Yes,
1: finally, yes, yes, yes finally, brother So everyone
0: welcome to a Another I want to say a third in special editions Excuse me of a fandom initiative
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Let's get these introductions out of the way first because we have a really fun and jam-packed show mm-hmm. <laughs> the man across from me uh, this man with the omnipotent beard Always flourishing, <laughs> knows everything. It, it is the watcher of beards. <laughs> <He is> the... <laughs> That's oh, a throwback. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the cinema CEO. He is the cinema god. He is also one half of the tag team champions of the world, along with Lady Mina, who also has her own podcast, Mina and Mawa. And they also have a joint podcast, Michael and Lady Mina, called The AMC A-Listers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is Michael... Williams, the cinema ceo the cinema
1: god
0: how are you doing today brother
1: i'm good brother it's good to be hey, back brother, brother.
0: yes yes brother yes I saw you flashing the guns earlier i'm digging that week yes <laughs> we need that we need that <laughs> myself i am antonio pomadas i am the hungry bleak i am the hungriest man in the room and you can think of hunger however you want however it is it's me it it's all me uh today we are going to be tackling the topic of WandaVision. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot still festering. A lot oh, yeah. there's, a lot, <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on in there, brother. But we have some, some help with this. We have a, some extremely, extremely special help with this. Special guest. Uh, he is the writer of Her, which you can get mm-hmm. on Amazon. If you got Amazon Prime, you'll get it in like a day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I got mine in a day or I could have picked it up that day. And the place is like 10 minutes from me. Talk about convenience. Awesome. Uh, he's also uh, editor and head of development, I believe is what he was letting me know, which I wanted to know all of his incredible accolades uh, for Wingless Comics. And they have a Kickstarter that is going to be coming out. Uh, oh, no, it's actually out now. I, I apologize, it's actually out now. Go and, oh, go and pledge for that, because it's awesome. But we're going to talk more about that as well, but this guy. And he's also one of the reasons that I stay on Facebook uh, if it wasn't for him, I probably would have left Facebook and burnt it to asunder by now. Honestly, I just, just can't deal with this. Pillage, it, pillage. Yes, pitchforks and everything, pitchforks, the torches, everything. The whole, the whole Frankenstein like vibe of being outside the castle by the storm. It, he is also, and I'm going to speak this into existence. Future writer of the X Men. I don't care. I'm, I'm saying it out there, Hickman, hit this man up. This. Is Malachi Bailey. (laughs) You're too much. You're too young. Oh, and also, he may beat me as far as t-shirts, because check the t-shirt that this gentleman has. Check the t-shirt. On a WandaVision,
2: Wanda's old-fashioned witchcraft Mm -hmm. is her recipe. It's true.
0: i have to up my game so much now
2: no you're good you know that that one
0: t-shirt puts me at the bottom of, of a heap i don't i don't know what happened no i i
2: don't accept that I mean, I won't. I
0: won't. <laughs> so wandavision where do we begin uh, malachi you are in in my opinion, if I was to ask anyone about Marvel lore history, I wouldn't even go to their headquarters. I would just hit you up in the DMs and say, Malachi, Marvel. <laughs> because your your passion, your 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 knowledge of it, everything that you everything that you come out with, even you have memes mm-hmm in your pocket, like a gunslinger has nice. like a 6 on his hip. Like, this is the fastest meme thrower out there nice. ever. I mean, if anything you say, he has a storm yeah. meme for it, a picture, anything. He'll just oh, like, okay. oh. Malachi, your thoughts on WandaVision?
2: My thoughts. So for me, I thought it was a wonderfully crafted love letter to us Marvel fans. And when I say Marvel fans, I don't just mean the longtime comics fans like myself um, or you guys. I also mean the people who st- started watching the movies when it came out starting in 2008. Um, they did such a wonderful job with acknowledging you know, how one deals with grief, mm-hmm. how they deny it, how they ignore it, how they reason with it and how they ultimately come to grips with it but they put it in a package that was fun you know visually you know it was you know we had the, the powers being displayed you know you have you know the melodrama you know drama you had all of that going on you know with the um, Marvel comics you know logo so they they made it appealing visually but if if you didn't feel like you were gut punched after each episode then i am certain there's ice water flowing through your veins um and I, I was telling, you know, my buddy, slash business partner, slash being of my assistance, uh, Brian,
1: <laughs> who is
2: the CEO of uh, Wingless Comics, uh. I was telling him um, that WandaVision. I'm always going to st- I'm going I'm to stay up for Wanda, regardless, because Wanda Maxima, mm. um, and don't forget, she was Wanda Harkness briefly in The Heroes Reborn you know, storyline from 1996. Mm -hmm. Don't don't even get into that. But Wanda as a character has been one of my favorites since I was 13. Um, And I was also thinking about when, um, I I, I can never say his name correctly. Uh, Is it Kurt Busack or Busick or? I want to say Busick. Busick, right? Yeah. Because he wrote Avengers, from 97 to about 2004, I wanna say, Mm -hmm. cause he actually was um, a big part in bringing them back to the main Marvel universe after Heroes Reborn. But when he started writing that title and he was joined with um, George Perez, who is one of the few artists who could give everyone their own distinctive look. Yes. Cause the vision had a, a long face you know, Janet Van Dyne, she had a little heart-shaped face. You know, Wanda was more angular. You know, everyone had their own look, which I appreciated um, even now. You know, here we are over 20 years later. But when he started writing the book, he made a classic again. You know, he made it, you know, something that you would revere because, you know, you had Iron Man. You know, he was back from the, you know, the awesome reality. Thor was back. You know, in the first issue, Thor had the beard and he made that big, you know, um, you know, return, you know, breaking through the window. And of course, Captain America. But during that particular um well, during that ten, you know, his tenure on that on that book, you know, you could tell that Wanda was his favorite because it was really about her development. You know, he he actually fleshed out more of her chaos magic abilities. Um, there was actually an issue. All right, so we're going, so it came out in December of 97. So issue 11, they did the big Avengers parade when they were um, celebrating the Avengers being 35 years old So mm-hmm. he has 98. Mm-hmm. So they had this big parade and they brought back the dead Avengers. So at that point, you know, Mockingbird was allegedly dead, you know, Hellcat, Dr. Druid, um, uh, Thunderstrike, that's his name, right? The '90s door, Eric Masterson, is that his name? No, I forgot I his name. Say... But you remember, he was like you know the '90s version of though with the little leather jacket and everything. But anyway, does not so. Yeah, yeah, that is his name because he was called Thunderstrike. Yeah, because I mean, because I haven't read the issue in a long time, but you know, something things stay with you. Yeah, but you know, of course, that was the main issue with the dead Avengers getting revenge against the the ones who are still living. But it was also the um the uh I wouldn't say the accumulation, but it was like the, the finale of Wanda finding out what she could really do. So as her teammates are enjoying, you know, the uh you know the festivities, she um took the Ro- the Rose Royce out to um what what is the name of where where um Agatha lived? Whisper Hill. So that's because she has a manor yeah. there. And so it was my first time seeing them you know really interact. And you know, you see her, you see Agatha, you know, discuss her powers and she's you know, as she's discussing the powers, she's holding on to Ebony, you know, her familiar. Mm-hmm. And, and Wanda was trying to figure out the how is it that I'm able to bring back Wonder Man? Because every time we're fighting, you know, his spirit manifests and he's able to, you know, either rescue me or you know, help out with the team, how how do I get him to stay permanently? And so at the end of that issue, Agatha starts laughing. She's like, I'm surprised you would ask me such a simple question. And she was like, well, why do you think it's simple? And she's like, well, because all you have to do to keep him here on this plane is to love him. So, you know, Wanda, you know, when she goes saves her teammates, you know, she finally manifests Wonder, Wonder Man. And he's able to stay on this plane. So right there, you, you saw that she was incredibly powerful. Thanks. You know, she, she she could, she held onto someone's soul and she had it tether to her body. Mm-hmm. And this was being scratched, this was you know being addressed, what twenty three years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
2: so for me, flash forward to them announcing you know Wanda Maximoff being in the Avengers um, sequel, you know, uh, Age of Ultron, which I am not a fan of because of what they do to Quicksilver, but it's another story. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when they announced that she was in it, I I knew that at some point we would have a WandaVision type thing. Because one of the biggest um couples, one of the biggest love stories in comic books was Scarlet Witch and Vision, because she was, you know, this unusual character. She was always, you know, kind of the outsider. Mm-hmm. Where she didn't fit in, you know, with the brotherhood of evil mutants, you know, with her brother, you know, Quicksilver. And with the Avengers, she was just, you know, a little creepy, if, if you know, for we're being honest. And then she falls in love with, you know, with a machine. And so Quicksilver, he, he he hated it. He was like, and I, I think there's a panel where they did like a flashback, and he's like, you know, Wanda, you married a
0: toaster. And it's just like... I mean, he's not. He's, wrong. he's, he's
2: not a robot. <laughs> it was just like, but when, you, when you read those comic books, it's like, you really didn't see Vision as, you know, a robot because he was feeling, you know, he was an answer who could cry, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, because but, there were those little those little nods to humanity that he would do. Because he know, was so,
2: that, yeah. more human than a lot of his human, you know, um, Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? and so for me, you know, back then as a teenager reading, you know, these um, these amazing stories, you know, they had the love triangle. You know, she finally knew Dawn from Vision because he said she was no longer, you know, um, you know, beholden to him because they no longer were a couple because he had died because he was the symbol. Um, or dismantled rather, and she starts dating his his um his his brother, you know, Wonder Man. Mm -hmm. So you know, you had had all that going on, you know, all this drama, and like for me personally, um, when Kurt left the book, like I was probably in my early twenties. I wasn't reading as much. I was in college, whatever. I mean, who could afford books, right? Um, but when he left, you know, I think um. What's his name? Is it Brian Michael Bendis or is it Michael Brian Bendis? Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, yeah
1: Brian Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, he's trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he, when he, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't. He when <laughs> it turns to shit. And um, when he did the Avengers disassembled storyline.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
2: When he did that and. You know, Vision, you know, he betrays the team because all these Ultrons are popping out of him. Then um, Jack of Hearts, you know, yes. he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes off, he blows up the mansion. Um, Scott Lang is killed in the blast. Um, she hopes she, you know, all of a sudden she becomes super angry and irrational and she backslaps slaps the shit out of the Wasp and she's in a coma and I'm like, what is going on? um decree <laughs> comes out of nowhere that starts attacking earth hawkeye dies in battle and you're like you just took all these <laughs> amazing characters and you just you just killed them seemingly for no reason and then when you find out that the true villain behind it was the scarlet witch because of her children were uh, um revealed to be you know um uh, hidden from her mm-hmm. So, so he pretty much took a storyline from what 1989 and West Coast Avengers. Yes. So he so he took that storyline, he rehashed it, and he made her this villain who killed her teammates, and then, then you have Doctor Strange you know arrive because you know this is where we headed even for the movies, mm-hmm. you know Doctor Strange arri- you know he arrives and he's like, you know there's no such thing as chaos magic and it's like, yes the fuck it is you know Kurt said it was he he told us this you know, a few mm. years prior to that. And, you know, they had that big battle. And then we had that cool scene where Magneto, he, he arrives. And he's like, give me my daughter. And you know how they retcon, you know, Magneto being her father. So it was just like, you guys are just, are destroying my characters. You know, yes, I don't, I don't own them, but they're still mine.
0: But they <laughs> are yours, yes.
2: <laughs> they belong to me. So for me, um, even though they were, they were, they were abused for the longest time, particularly, you know, Wanda and Vision, and they moved on from each other. You know, she started dating um, Dr. Voodoo. What is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. She started dating him briefly when she was an uncanny Avenger. And then mm-hmm. Vision. Even Actually, even before um, Bendis took over the book, when Wanda was dating Simon, Wonder Man, Vision went out, he went out on a date with um, Carol Danvers. I remember that in one issue, and it was kind of like weird because it's like, oh, well, I mean, Wanda can get a freak on, but Vision, you shouldn't, because you're a toaster. Yeah,
0: well, it's it's awkward to think of. (laughs) I mean, if you think about your your toy going out with somebody else, that's kind of weird. There's a lot of layers we can go through I'm just saying I'm just saying but it's the same thing like if, like if your favorite toy Ends up like if it's not in your nightstand you look around like like where's that and you see that yeah. outside Walking around with you know whoever and you are like wait what's going on even though you just had somebody over I mean, that's a that's a oh, I don't know. It's like even if I don't use you uh, yeah. nightstand. I mean yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, just put some fresh batteries in you. Like, like, where you going? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you mad rude, but that's just me. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but yes, um,
2: I'm. I'm just glad that you know uh, Disney, you know Marvel Studios, you know were able to. I wouldn't say cherry pick, but they were able to take the best out of you know yeah. iconic storylines. You know, you know they took um, what. I guess you can kind of look at, it. they took Avengers disassembled in some ways. or um, well, definitely the ending, you know, mm. with Dr. Strange, you know, the illusion, you know, for Dr. Strange to come, you know, um, deal with Wanda, which we know that's where we're headed, you know, for the next movie. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know, but I, I love seeing like, oh, for instance, so um, I was talking to uh, my friend Dax um, yesterday and, you know, we were, you know, Raving about this, you know the final episode, and you know, cause we're, we're doing spoilers, right?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Spoilers, yes, yeah, okay. Spoiler alert okay. spoiler yeah. for anybody. Okay, yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
2: <laughs> um, what I loved about um, her her observation was that when Wanda had her tiara when it finally formed, when it when it finished, you know, uh, materializing, if you look closely in the middle, there's Magneto's helmet yeah and it was like I looked at it, and it was like the, it was his helmet that you would that was more in line with age of apocalypse, so you remember how sharp it was, oh yeah, oh, and it's right there in the middle, and then when I was talking to another friend of mine, Sean, you know we were just talking about it you know before I went on with you guys, and there there are so many so many um parallels to to magneto, like even like oh when, yeah. When Wanda, remember when was she when she emerged from the hex and she was holding the missile, mm-hmm. she, she makes the um you know the soldiers you know target each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that was mm-hmm. when the X Men movie, the first one with yep. Magneto. So was it really surprising? And it was when she um, formed her costume. Her costume is pretty much the female version of Magneto's costume in X Men Apocalypse. I mean, even down Facts. to like the color. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know, so my thing <laughs> is, is this Marvel's way of warming up to the fact that, okay, let's bring Magneto back into the forefront as being her biological parent, her father?
0: Because, as, as far as the comics or in the MCU? Well, why not both? Okay. You know I, I, mean? I, I I have no problem with that at all.
2: I have none. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it wouldn't make sense for them to just do the MCU. It's like, no. Fix the shit that you messed up from Axis in 2014. Mm-hmm. And bring it back. <laughs> I mean, we went from what 1982 to 2014. When Magneto being the father. Mm-hmm. We even had the um, what was that storyline in the early 90s where um, the, the acolyte Fabian Cortez he kidnapped Luna. Um. Oh damn. Was it? it was oh. it wasn't oh. Fatal Attractions? Was it? No, it wasn't Fatal Attractions.
0: Oh, damn. Burn, I know
2: you're watching this. What was that? Um, Oh, my God. But you know what I'm talking about. Cause yeah, yeah, yes. and Any X-Men were actually clashing. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, they fought, and then they teamed up in Genosha. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, Magneto was trying to get back his granddaughter at the time, you know, Luna. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it's something like that. It's like, no, we, we had these stories. Even when, when Magneto became, you know, the ruler of Genosha, you know, the Avengers dispatched the Scarlet Witch to investigate. So you know, you had the whole you know father daughter scene with her checking out you know the fields and you know mm-hmm. hey how's he treating you? It, it was just it just added you know such a um a cool element and it showed that they were all connected really you know the Avengers and the X Men mm-hmm. and even like when you had um, the onslaught saga. Now for me, that was the event that got me into comic books. Ever since you know ever since then it, I've I've been very much immersed in in this world. So when, when the onslaught Saga came out in 1996, I was 12 going on 13 that summer. And I remember being blown away. Like, oh my God, you know, who is this, you know, this character who's able to, you know, beat Juggernaut, you know, <laughs> across, you know, the globe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even when it was revealed that it was Professor X and Gene was trying to get, you know, Kane out the, of the mansion and, you know, You've never seen him scared, you know Juggernaut, because it's the Juggernaut. Right, him not knowing who Onslaught was, you know, he charges into Xavier's, you know, study, and he sees the the um don't forget the the, the hover chair he had the little um mm. you know, the, um the cartoon mm. that was before yep. because he had just realized his dark secret, and then who comes out the shadows, Onslaught, and he picks up Juggernaut and he removes the um how do you say the siderack siderack did a gym. Yeah, yeah. You know, so for me, like as a twelve-year-old, I'm like, oh my god, I was going, ah, you know, dreaming. You know how you're watching like some animes and anime um, shows, and the, um, the kid goes crazy, and then you see him smiling, and there's a big tear drop, and there's the blood coming out of his nostril, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was that kid with the bloody nostril and the big tear drop right there. And that was me. So, you know. Like that that particular storyline um they touched on you know the um, the avengers coming to the x men's aid so you know also had just finished you know beating them up so they were like broken and battered the mansion was destroyed and as the avengers arrived in their um in their quinjet you know you see quicksilver and scarlet witch you know they're they're looking around and then when they um they, when they disembark or whatever um there's a cool scene where bishop he holds a gun to Quicksilver's head, you know, and he's like, "Let's see who's faster," you know. So it was like, because you know, Bishop is—he's a badass character. Like, I will always love Bishop. Mm. Um, I will always yes. love how Bill Mad illustrates Bishop. You know, he gave him the—you the, know—the the low fade, and he had the little yes. going on. I mm-hmm. mean, he's a black person not wearing a Jerry curl from night, you know, from his first appearance. <laughs> I I did not like that bushy ponytail. But anyway, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, but that scene, you know, they even touched on, you know, because I think this was Wolverine. He was like, "Hey, you know, this is, your good dad did this," and then Wanda's like, "You know, Magneto, he was here." So it was like, you know, this was it was this was woven into the storylines into the tapestry that is the Marvel universe, and mm-hmm. for them, was, you know, cut it, which is it was so it was so stupid. So I hope that, you know, they are in process of good, you know, getting back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 'Cause I believe in in Wanda, okay. Wanda had her own comic book for a bit in twenty fifteen, The Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And I, I read a few issues and then I fell off, but I remember them touching on that she was not the first Scarlet Witch. You know, her mother, her biological mother was a mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, and her mother was and so forth. So for them to take that, you know, you know, that revelation and put it into the T V series, it's like we need more.
0: Yeah, I need like- yeah like this actually made me want to go and read that series because i had read that series the last I'm thing i read, read. yeah the, the last thing i read was vision with um mm. tom king's uh mm. series the 12 12 issues which is utterly <laughs> amazing written, I, heard it was. I haven't
2: read it yet but
0: it's utterly I'm... amazing in how it it deconstructs he, like everyday life but you do but and, and you're looking at it through the eyes of a, a synthoid like it's just it's just really great honestly Michael your that's as the as the MCU um, ambassador (laughs) your thoughts on uh, WandaVision
1: uh I pretty much posted an, an emphatic uh declaration after seeing um the season finale yesterday that I didn't care what anybody said that I thought this was the perfect way to bring us back into the mcu it's it's brilliant Mm -hmm. it's it's utterly brilliant and for all the people who were hyper hyper critical about this at the very beginning yes no one none of your opinions matter (laughs) like they, they they don't matter because you didn't hang in long enough to get the payoff you know what i mean and and i and I remember, you know, you and I, Antonio, in a previous show, talking about this. Like, I remember saying that the first two episodes were probably the air quotes for people who can't see when they listen to this as a podcast. Um, This was those were the, probably the two worst episodes of the entire first season. You know, and, and they had to be because there was so much exposition that was coming. They couldn't give you everything right away. They just couldn't, you know? Um, and through the, and through the lens of me personally being someone who's, you know, lost some people close to me in the last year and things like that. You know, I completely agree with Malachi's assessment on it, you know, being a show about grief and and what people who are going through grief kind of... I, I, I don't want to use the word crutch here because I feel like the word crutch is almost too crass a word to use for people who are going through grief... But but it's about the things we do to kind of cope in those situations when we lose people. Right. (laughs) And, um, it, it, like, I, I, I didn't know. I I didn't know that this was the kind of show that I wanted post endgame because they don't really tell you anything about how Wanda is feeling in that last moment of Endgame. Like, it's basically just her coming back, you know, being a part of the team again, and almost single-handedly defeating Thanos on her own, that he has to order a colossal airstrike (laughs) to get her (laughs) off of him. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, you know, in that last, very last scene when they're at, you know, Tony's sort of memorial service, Wanda doesn't really say a whole lot. You know what I mean? Other than kind of, you know, wishing that Vision was there to know that they won. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just a brilliant way to sort of expound upon that little moment of her quietly grieving at the end of endgame and and to see what her grief was like from her perspective after that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um like I, I too would like to see another season, but I, I don't wanna see it rushed. I wanna see how they mm-hmm. kind of do yeah. this thing <laughs> that they're gonna do with uh Doctor Strange, you know, in, mm-hmm. in that sequel. Um I think that they made some very interesting choices in this show that now lead me to believe that they may be trying to make some other things that previously they said they weren't really trying to make Canon Canon now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm. especially when they introduced the Darkhold yes mm, yeah. because the, the Darkhold dark old has been throughout you know these MCU spin-offs, especially Marvel television for a while like the darkhold was on uh the runaways. Shield the dark too, hold yeah. was on S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's really interesting the things that they're doing here. Like, the whole fact that Wanda now is going to somehow meet up with Doctor Strange and try and understand what her abilities are and, and what what is going on. I'm wondering now, are they possibly going to you know maybe refer to um and forgive me for not remembering her name right now the uh the the sorceress character that's in the runaways um nikki was it nikki something like uh, the
0: staff. uh yes Yeah, yeah, with the staff. I can't remember her name either.
1: Yeah, I can't think of her name offhand. Nico. Nico. Nico, yes. Thank you, Nico. She was one of my favorite characters on The Runaway Show while it was on. And literally in the last season, probably that last episode of The Runaways, Nico talks about having just... She indirectly talks about it because she doesn't name drop at all, but you know exactly what she's talking about she talks about having just been you know with <laughs> dr strange to kind of harness her abilities mm-hmm. you know what i mean so I, i'm i'm wondering like i always do with the mcu because they brilliantly do this where where is it all going and how much of it are they willing to say is canon and connected um it's just it's just a brilliant show and and the acting the acting that we got tiana paris yes uh, tiana paris (laughs) i love everything that they're doing with monica rambo on this show Mm -hmm. and and nothing is wasted because again and i said this to Antonio in a previous show that i feel like a lot of that dialogue with her and and carol and all that other stuff has to be from the future captain marvel 2 movie it has to be you know what i mean like they're just kind of putting that in there to kind of whet your appetite for what's coming and and i i just want to give a really huge huge shout out to katherine Hahn. yeah oh, who definitely. played agatha in this show she <laughs> smashed it she killed it she just absolutely killed it in every scene she was in until the big reveal of you knowing exactly who she is Mm -hmm. and it it, that that was just masterstroke casting by them you know and and i also am one that would love to see like if they were talking about redoing a kind of um Agents of Shield show. I'd love for Randall Park to be a part of it. Oh, yeah, good old Jimmy. And yeah, he, like,
0: he he has to be in there somewhere, him yeah. as well as Cat uh, Denning.
1: Yeah, Cat Denning. Cat Denning it's is also very her. very brilliant to bring her back. The way they brought her back, at the time they brought her back. uh I mean, if this is. <laughs> If this is what we can expect from these Marvel shows, like, let's do it. Let's, let's you know, let's further this universe as much as we can with these shows in between movies and then introduce new characters proper from the shows into the movies. Like, I'm all for it. Yeah. Completely.
0: I mean, I mean this is... I'm always more a fan of a series, especially with a subject matter like this, because you can go a little deeper, you you can give more story, um, which they did like this is actually making me think, yeah, I like the movies, but give me more series. I'm happy after am. the series. Um, first thoughts on it are I'm glad not because of the circumstances, obviously, uh-huh. um, because of the pandemic, but I'm glad that we didn't get a Marvel property until now, Yeah, yeah. because it was, let's be honest, I mean, we enjoy Marvel, uh, the MCU. We enjoy it, but it was a bit of an oversaturation. And I like the idea of leave your crowd wanting more. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, we kind of—I mean, I was so drained from Endgame. I was like, whew, I, I can't take, I can't wait." Spider-Man. I, all right, yeah, I got one more of me. All right, cool, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go. But it's, i <laughs> getting drained. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you yeah. know what? Let Let me get some Gatorade. Let me just see. Uh, You you know, get a quick 10 minute nap and I'll be right back. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's always good to have a break, you know, exactly because sometimes you need more than 30 minutes for your next go around, but
1: anyway, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: um, especially the older you get. So, (laughs) you know, but I and and it came at the right time, oddly enough. I don't know how. Uh-huh. like Marvel Entertainment Disney do this but they come at the right place at the right time like they're there uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know what I mean uh-huh. um, alright taking everything that the whole MCU um, storytelling lore and stuff like that putting it in a sitcom setting uh-huh. and going full out sitcom like vibe with it uh-huh. and still making it pertinent
2: yeah,
0: is phenomenal creative uh-huh. um, thing like, just that being, like, so what so what are we going to do? Let's make it a sitcom. What? Explain. Okay, mm-hmm. well, this is how we, and go through that. I wish I had been in the room when this was pitched, and in the writer's room when they were going through it all. I wish I had been, that's amazing to me. Um, so doing that, and as it progresses, it gets darker and more and more like a thriller, a chilling kind of vibe. Like, you don't know, very suspenseful. Like, you don't know you go from these corny you know 50s you know 50 60 sitcoms haha to very chilling you know oh i don't know where your kids are at i mean they're probably in the basement playing Mm -hmm. when has that ever turned out right when has anyone ever said children in the basement is playing is turned out right never you've never heard it never secondly the acting look these This isn't Cap, it's not Iron Man, it's not Thor, so people are always saying these are background characters. These are, and I say this in no um, disrespectful way, these are the um, West Coast Avengers. Mm. The team people don't really think about. But you gave us these characters who had these deep, rich stories that weren't getting as much play in the movies, and you gave us that time. And you gave us a lot of time, well, I should say you gave us a lot in a span of 30 minutes
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: that's a lesson for cw and that filler that you do folks anyway <laughs> don't do it <laughs> don't do it but you gave us all that and i'm i'm gonna say straight up you know giving us these characters and their backstory because their backstory is really deep and you see it and you like and for people who don't know the comics I'm so happy that they saw it and they were like, wait, all this is happening? And maybe this will go and make them go, you know, let me go and read this. Let me go read this. So they'll see the backstory and they'll be like, oh, wow, this is a great scene that there's much more depth to these characters. Acting? Yes, we have uh, Elizabeth Olsen who did it, who went from um, the doting 50-60 sitcom wife to the big bad. Yeah. A la Willow possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The black hands. Yes. And Paul Bettany. Shout out yeah. to him because seeing him without the makeup, being him I this cat is in makeup for how long in a day?
2: Mm-hmm. And he got
0: to show himself, and he got to show that range of wait, what's happening? What's going And he found like little agency in there. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn is so underrated, and now you're seeing what she can do. Everybody thinks of her from maybe like um Anchorman. Yeah. Lady! Lady, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And now we see her in this. She has this incredible mix of comedic timing, mm-hmm. dramatic chops, and this incredibly sinister and chilling smile
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you don't know whether to laugh, cry, or hide all the knives
2: mm-hmm. because you
0: don't know what else she's going to do. <laughs> so, I the thing one of the I do love about the MCU is that they'll give you actors that you go, oh yeah, they're oh well, who are they playing? Oh well, you know these like character maybe. B, C level actors—you don't really think too much about these quote-unquote TV actors.
1: Mm-hmm. The Zoom type brother. Thank you.
0: Because TV is where it's at now. TV and streaming is where it's at. Yeah. So let's remember yeah. that, folks. Yeah. And giving them these—when you give someone a role like this, and you give them—well, this is what they're in depth and a character who has decades of backstory that you can draw from. So you, it's not like you have to go so. Where, so what's my character's motivation? I'll tell you what. Here's a password for Marvel Unlimited. Here's a password for comicology.
1: (laughs) Exactly. This (laughs) is your
0: backstory. (laughs) Or you can do what some other actors did. They went to comic book shops and said, what do you got for this character? What's the best Mm -hmm, stuff? And going mm -hmm, through that. mm -hmm. I love that. Tiana Paris. I'm going to give you all of the botanical gardeners because you need all the flowers. You need every damn flower available. You need... From azalea to a rhododendron, (laughs) put a couple of ficuses up in it, I don't whatever. (laughs) You brought a character that I've been wanting and waiting Mm. for and yearning for Mm. to life. Thank you for giving, and your episode, episode four, was one of the most powerful, most beautiful things possible because you were, that shows the immediacy of what happens after the blip. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't know that you've been gone. You don't know. You just haven't existed. You didn't die. You didn't. Well, I mean, that's debatable yeah. happens when you die, but whatever. But you were just didn't exist. You possibly were in another universe place. We, we don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get the story of what happened during the blip to the people who were blipped. We don't know. Uh-huh. You came back sitting by your mother's bedside.
1: Mm.
0: She had passed uh-huh. five years ago. hmm.
1: Uh-huh
0: you come back in the most chaotic place possible a hospital where already everything is going on surgeries and you know meds mm-hmm. what have you going on and then you have people who were already in surgery possibly being blipped back people oh, yeah. who people who were in the middle of dying barred back people who were in the middle of childbirth blipped mm-hmm. back but the baby was already out so now you're trying to deal with the fact that you got a 5 year old and you only been back for about mm-hmm. 10 minutes Yeah, there's a lot to think about in that area. And you're wondering what's going on. Yeah. And the doctors and everything can't really tell you because they're trying to deal with everything that's going on normally. And then everyone who's been who's been brought back. That's that's just such a chaotic scene. And we focus on this incredibly strong. But you can tell that she's cracking black woman who is figuring trying to figure everything out, coming back. There's a lot there. And you brought Monica back, and I can't wait to see what you do with Monica. When yeah. just, oh my God. The scene. Monica's one of my, it makes me want to go back and read um next wave. Because I love that book. As I love it's because Monica tells stories about all the Avengers, like, you know, Captain America once asked me to make him a sandwich. And I'm like, did that actually happen? And I didn't care because it was just such a good story. Randall Park. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, you are getting your shine. You're getting your shine. You also have um, Young Rock going on right now where he's the interviewer mm-hmm. who's, who's interviewing The Rock mm-hmm. because The Rock is running for president in the series. Amazing stuff. Um, You know, oh, geez, wow. Um, Kat Denning, yes, 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 yes. Bring her back at, out of nowhere from, what was the last one she was in was uh, Thor, oh. Darth- the dark, dark world,
1: dark yeah, world, which favorite. nobody really wants
0: to talk about too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yes, thank you, Cat. Den- she also has a show on Hulu, which is out, so I actually want to go watch that now because I enjoy Cat Denning. Mm-hmm. It, it just everything just felt right, everything felt awesome, and I'm glad that they went the darker supernatural route. I've been wanting this for a minute, I've been wanting this for a while because I love supernatural dark. I want that for a minute, seeing the two of them go back and forth and it, it, seeing uh, uh, Agatha and. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, and and Wanda go back and forth, and then retelling her life, well, the, the life events that happened and what led up to it, uh-huh. and seeing every, everything that you that you watch in the movies, and them telling you, and you're like, okay, that's the story. Now seeing that Stark weapon land
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the yeah. house, and yeah. how do you retcon in a movie? Oh, I know. Let's wash away everything that you did, and let's give Catherine Hahn that line, like, oh, so you stopped the bomb without even and being so vague and being so wonderfully
1: sinister with it oh god yes oh geez yeah and and mm. what's interesting too is uh, I, I listen <laughs> age of ultron is 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 what it is right it, age of ultron has the the unfortunate <laughs> distinction of coming after avengers right yeah so that's kind of why most people aren't that crazy about age of ultron right because i think we we all were expecting something even bigger after avengers and age of ultron kind of doesn't get to that level but now with wandavision and i'm not saying it completely redeems age of ultron but if you watch now age of ultron through the lens of Mm -hmm. wandavision Yep. It makes Age of Ultron a, a little bit better of a film. And it, it almost deepens the backstory of Age of Ultron completely through exactly. Wanda's eyes. Exactly. You know it's, what I mean? And I that's hard to do. You. That's hard to do after the fact.
2: I oh, like yeah. it, but again, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, the quicksilver thing. That, that, yeah. 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 I can't go yeah. back to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and shout out to Ethan Peters for giving us the biggest swerve possible oh evan thank you evan mm. for giving us the biggest swerve possible yeah, yeah because when yeah. they show the back of that head and again yeah. it was imperfect in perfect yeah. 90s yep. sitcom way hey let's, <laughs> we're almost at yeah. the end of the series ratings yeah. are low let's bring in an edgy new character and see mm-hmm. what happens mm-hmm. yes yes and then you go and when cat and denning delivers the line like everyone else is delivering it. Wait, they recast Pietro? Mm-hmm. So meta, so fourth wall breaking without mm-hmm. breaking the. It, this was. You know who could have been in this easily? Deadpool. Because of how they brought. Oh, and yeah. broke the just because of that. Not because of the storyline, folks. Mm-hmm. So just calm mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. But because of how they did that. This was some Deadpool esque. Right? I swear like Deadpool wrote this. Because yeah. no, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so this was just. And the. Doing the Five Stages of Grief. So wonderfully again in a time where unfortunately a lot of us have lost Mm -hmm. loved ones Mm -hmm. um, because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. and sometimes all we have is a solace of what's going on on our tv and we have all streaming services Mm -hmm. and everything but for something to entertain us but also talk to us yeah yeah and to give us that solace not just by entertaining us but also soothing us by saying even superheroes have grief and even they're trying to deal with it in the best way they can
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what would you do? What yeah. would you do if you could bring that person back? Yeah. This was on some uh, bu- 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 Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, bringing back Coast City type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Because your grief is so much, and you have all this power that mm-hmm. you can't bring back the ones you love. Mm-hmm. That that. Not trying to get too deep, folks. I'm sure there, there will be more jokes where I'll say something stupid about 43-year-old man, not lasting long, I'm, I promise. So, <laughs> look, yeah, so we, so we all have our off days. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, but, but to, to do that was just really great. It, 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 there, Yeah, there was, you know what is messed up? And I didn't realize it because I even said, hey, stay till the end of credits. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the Dr. Strange part. I didn't see that part. Oh. I didn't see that scene. I didn't see that scene. I got to the, you know, I started doing the credits for um, uh, the, the, the other languages, such like that. I got yeah. to those credits and I was like, all right, so I'm good. All right. I made the biggest mistake okay. of any person that's in the theater. So now, you know what I got to do? I got to go back and watch it. Boo hoo. Now I get to enjoy it all over again. So yeah. So to be able and these stories will never end because there's decades of source material and the MCU will never really end because we can keep going and it's just like in the comics or when, when you're done reading a, a trade at the end that arc is ending but then you're getting a little bit that's going to lead to the next one the next mm-hmm. story the next issue and I love how they format that I think it's great I think it's amazing <clears throat> excuse me um and, oh, yes, this is actually one of the best things I've seen as far as our comments. I could see Deadpool delivering the, the recast Pietro line while looking into the camera. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: They may just even do that at some point. You know how?
0: Yeah, they honestly could because, I mean, Darcy was watching it on TV as we were watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. So extremely meta. Thank you for that, uh, King Credo. That was actually a really cool line. That really <laughs> was, that really was cool. Um, yeah. So continuing and continuing on, Malachi, Wingless Comics, Kickstarter, Nightfall Part Two. What's going on? Give us a backstory on Wingless Comics and the Nightfall um, uh, uh, Kickstarters. Okay. So, um,
2: Nightfall was actually in the works. Before I even became, you know, involved with Ringless, mm-hmm. you know, it was always something that was going to happen, and I just happened to, you know, be brought in while they were still forming the story. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not so much forming the story, but, you know, still very much in the, um, the planning stages of it. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a collaboration, you know, between Ringless Comics and Constant Hustle Comics.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: the indie comic book community, it's still relatively small. You know, it's still yes. growing. It's still, you know, uh, finding its footing and whatever. But you know, Brian had this idea to do a crossover. You know, that was one of his dreams because you know he and I are big fans of you know comic books, you know, from the the '80s and the '90s. But yes, if you remember in the '90s, they always had those those blockbuster, you know, summer events. You know, yes. And and when I say '90s, I'm I'm not saying. All of the 90s, you know, only the good things. I'm not not including image or anything like that. Right. I'm thinking about Marvel, DC. Um, If you think about DC, remember how epic was it Nightfall? Yes. Yes. With Batman. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, You had that going on. Um, Again, you know, Fatal Attractions, you know, from the X-Men storyline. And, you know, it it was those big stories that, that you felt like you could do anything. You know, you felt the energy in the page, mm-hmm. even with the cartoons, you know, we had Batman Animated Series that came out in ninety two. Yeah. And a month later you had the X-Men animated series. So, you know, with us being, you know, children, but us being, you know, so, you know, more we like sponges. You know, we absorbed all of that. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to honor those stories. We want to honor that legacy by creating our own. So we teamed up with Constant Hustle, you know uh, Lawrence. He brought over his character Avery the Astonishing. Mm, yes, she um, she's a former military, um, you know uh, soldier. Uh, I believe she was in the Marines. Yes, and she has the power to um, channel like a, like a white star. I want to say white star? So she's incredibly powerful. Um, personally, I call her she's the Superman out of our you know lineup you know Mm -hmm. she's like she's that powerful then of course you know for wingless you know we have you know the flagship character justice you know he is an angel you know who happens to have these long you know braids who i I feel you know little goatee and everything
0: yes there's no
2: mistaking that this is a black angel Mm -hmm. um then we have Caliburn, who is this hooded character um who is dealing with all things occult? So, if you think about, you know, the archetypes that that are presented in DC, you know, you have Superman, you know, and you have Batman. Well, in mm-hmm. Ringless, we have Justice and you have Caliber. You know? mm-hmm. They're just like the, you know, uh, two sides of you know, the same coin or whatever. Then we have Lux, who is, I, I don't want to say she's a Black Jubilee, but she's the spunky, you know, ingenue. You know that's part of our you know she um we had a lot lot of fun coming up with her because we wanted to connect with you know the younger demographic so we make sure she dressed apart because the way I tried to dress her you know was like no it's still a little too you know, <laughs> you know dress her dress really <laughs> too big and the outfit is a little too tight so we actually um we got Brian's sister Jordan to um to be a consultant, with, you know, designing the way she looks. Oh. And we're actually going release, you know, her comic book, you know, the comic book later on this year, um, self-titled Lux. So we're excited about her. Mm-hmm. And speaking of her, um, my own baby, you know, uh, my, yes, my immortal, my nameless woman, you know, she um, will also be featured in the Nightfall story and the way we do it um in this issue that we're getting ready to um to release once we finish the Kickstarter, now I think everybody will be satisfied, they'll be excited, and they're gonna want issue number three to come out.
0: Now this is a ver- I, I love the fact that you're trying to, to do this crossover when an event was an actual event. When it didn't happen when because nowadays it seems like every arc is an event. And it doesn't yeah. have to be. You can leave that you know that kind of star. I want to say it started with kind of Marvel with when they had Secret Invasion. Then they had it was felt like every couple of months. It mm-hmm. wasn't like like a big blockbuster movie. It was like every month. It was like oh my god, this is that. And I don't mind. Obviously, I, I love storytelling and everything like that. But you don't have to go that difficult with everything. Like if if it, if, it, if it if every day it's an event, it just becomes an occurrence. It's not an event. It's just something that happens every day. It's oh, it's Wednesday. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? So I, I love that mindset and getting back to that era of comics, of doing that when a big crossover meant something. It was it was truly an event. Um, and I love the fact of the, the comic book companies, indie comic book companies, and indie comic book companies with people of color um, and, and different backgrounds starting to network and get together with this. So I, say, I, I love that fact. Um, the Kickstarter ends, I'm trying to remember when. March 21st. March 21st, okay. And you have some incredible tiers. Yes, we do. But, yes um, we do. I'm trying to remember which one I backed. I think it may have been the catch up. Well, hold on. That's I'll the tell you.
2: Give me one second.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my business out there. All right, cool. Because we have. Um, You
2: know, we try to make it a fun, you know, uh, experience for everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, and you can't make it fun if you have, you know, crappy options to choose from. Mm -hmm. We have tiers that, um, that include the digital, you know, Mm -hmm. so if you want to just get on the digital, you know, parts one and part two, we can do that. Um, but if you want to make the physical copies, you could also do that. If you wanted to get the actual, um, oh. I almost forgot. So, it, you know, since we are discussing, you know, the community, um we also wanted to present those comics as well. So we have I want to say 23 indie comics you can get as digital comics for the $60 tier, no $40 mm-hmm. tier. Um so if you if you're familiar with um Is Nana the Were Spider, you know, you can get yes. that digital, you know, uh, you know, comic book Yes. Uh, so that's that's included. We have um you know Robert Jeffrey. He does um he does route three. And yes. That's still included in with the digital tier. And so we try to like you know, we, we you know we're not just talking about community, you know, we want to force those those um connections, those bonds, you know you want to spread the word. Uh-huh. Then that's of course it. you know, we want you to um, wear a merchandise so we have you know the T-shirt, so we have the her shirt that you can choose from. Um, one of our popular um, shirts, we have, um, you know, the uh, the Outcast cover when it shows. You know, yes, yes, mm-hmm. we have we have that for Justice and Caliburn. That's mm-hmm. old, you know, um, a very popular one. Um, of course, you know Justice by himself, and uh, you know Caliburn has his own shirt as well. So, oh, and of course, we have um, if you are into like you know, collecting like statues and mini busts and, you know, the pops, we have that as
0: well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you, uh, you're you looking for something great and you're looking for uh, a new comic book to get into a new comic book series and you wanna get a little, a little taste of everybody that's out there, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of great creators out there um, who are putting in phenomenal work on books and maybe you haven't heard of them but this is a great thing to do because everybody's helping everyone yeah it's truly as you were saying a community where everyone helps everyone if you shine we all shine if i shine you it's it's, everybody is is sharing that it's not just like oh you know what this is me i don't want you a part of this everybody's like oh hey you know what i i was wondering if you could be a part of this kickstarter you know if, if you're willing to you know put your issues here what have you it's great and your tiers are amazing. There are great rewards involved, like uh, Malachi was saying, from digital to the print uh, to a combination to T-shirts to bus. There are a lot of great things out there. And you know what? It's cool to have something that you might not find in a store yet, yet, and to be able to do that. Um, what What has this whole thing been like as far as because this is... This isn't your first Kickstarter. I want to say, as far as you.
2: Um, so we actually released our first Kickstarter. It was in June. It was for mm-hmm. Justice Number One, mm-hmm. and Justice Number One included, you know, her Number Zero, which was, you know, her first appearance, and right. also included Caliber Number One. Mm-hmm. Um, we did extremely well with that. You know, it was people were very um, receptive to what we were doing, and uh, you know, we had a lot of fun. You know, we were able to get funded within the hour. So that was, it was hella impressive. Then uh, we um, decided to launch Nightfall part one this past October. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we enjoyed doing that, you know, that was also funded. And of course, you know, we're doing the current one. Mm -hmm. So the current uh, Kickstarter for part one, no, part two, A Cold Wind Blows, we were funded within 32 hours. And right now, we are about forty dollars shy of our stretch goal number two, mm. and we still have two weeks left. So, I mean, I'm I'm always gonna you know hustle and you know make sure that people are aware of what we're doing. Mm. But of course, you know it can be a little a little draining. You know, um, it, it, oh, it can be tracking. You know, we were asked in the previous interview, you know, what is the best part of the Kickstarter? Mm-hmm. The question, the answer is when it's over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of <laughs> saw that coming, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's like, mm. you, know, you know, you take that collective sigh of relief and it's like, yeah. okay, so now we can start the fun stuff. You know, we can start doing fulfillment. Right. You know, um, you know, even though, you know, you may hit your goal, you know, the uh, the pledge amount, you know, we still want to fund, you know, future books. You know, mm-hmm. Cause this is going to fund number three and then number three is Kickstarter is going to fund number four and so forth. Right. But me personally, um, you know, I, I love this issue, but it really does get better with with each one,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know. So because it's a five part, you know, um, story that we're doing. So I want to say like four and five are just like when I when I go through the script every so often because I do that because I want to bask in it. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's it, you know it it hits all the right notes you know and mm-hmm. it takes me. Out of the the role as editor, um, it brings me back to Malachi in 1996, being like 12 years old reading the onslaught saga. You know, because you see all these characters come together for this, you know, this huge, you know, um, cataclysmic event, and Mm -hmm. it's like, are you gonna, are you gonna um, sink or float, or sink Mm -hmm. or swim? You know, Mm -hmm. are you going to, you know, meet the challenges head on, or are you gonna be, you know, consumed by the darkness? So that's something that we, you know, we, you know, we take the, um, great pride and, you know, presenting our stories. You know, we want to continue to keep doing this, you know, not just for you know 2021, but for 2022 and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just you know blessed and, you know, very grateful for the opportunity to keep you know promoting Wingless Nightfall in the next big event.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is beautiful because it has to start somewhere, and like you're saying, to keep going, you know, in mm-hmm. 2021, 20 to keep going with this because this is how you grow and you become an institution you become you know where it's a comic where you don't have to maybe like think about it like and and push so much like oh have you seen it and people haven't seen it, and you go like when people start thinking you know what i don't think i got the next issue of um, her. I don't think I got that issue. Like, when it starts playing in your head, like, you know, I read that a few months ago, but I don't think I read issue three or issue four. And then you go, oh, you know, then people start actively going, looking for it. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing that that I love about this, too, is that consistency. Yes. Consistency is key. It is. In when you are a content provider, whether it is comments, whether it's a podcast, whether it is an album, whether it's a movie, it's what have you. Consistency is key. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that you are you're consistent and and your time frame
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you and it's not and this is no shade because everyone had to kind of figure this out and work their way through it but some indie comics um would come out with an issue one or an issue two and it would be a couple years in between we can't we don't have the time to yeah you know, issue like
2: no you want to you want to take it and like it frequently you know throughout I mean, the year well, damn.
0: Damn, bro. All right. Damn, bro. Yeah, all, right. all right, man. Damn. All right. Should I leave? I mean, damn. I feel some kind of way. But and again, that's, that's no shade to, to people who have done that because it, it's you're trying to figure out it's hard and yeah. we don't know as much as we do now. Everyone's learning as they go. Yeah. The good thing about being in isolation is that you have more time to think, to find new ways, to figure yourself out, to plan ahead for something. Maybe you have a day off where you don't have to work from home. You can just do it And you go, you know what? You bring up your laptop or your desk, what have you, and you start working on whatever you got to do. So you're ahead. Because you want to be ahead and you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that, you know, um, because I don't think And this is why i got this here that i did i don't think that i was a part of the um the first Nightfall kickstarter i have um justice um zero and justice one and i have avery which i read the other day and oh my god yes i I want i I want more that's i need characters like i need um, Mm -hmm. um female characters who are just strong fighters everything I don't want to damage the trust. Don't give me a Jean Grey. Don't give me somebody who's passing out every two minutes. I never days. give you a Jean Grey. Do not give me no <laughs> Jean Grey. I don't want to, oh, pass out every five minutes because you got a headache. I, I don't need to give me somebody who is just straight up giving somebody uppercuts and knees to the gut and fighting. Well, and you know no what now, I, mean? I don't
2: want to spoil anything, but, you know, when I was talking about it, <laughs> your face. So, you know how um, we were talking about, you know, number four and number five. Yes. It's a major... Epic shit that goes down, you know, with okay. characters. So it's all about, you know, the the anticipation is about the build up. But I, I told Lawrence before, and I told um, you know, because Brian and I we speak um, we speak, I want to say, on a daily basis, you know, at least okay. Day. And you know, I I enjoy the character. You know, I think she looks amazing. Yes, she takes no shit, and mm-hmm. she a hold her the moon and you know, and not, you know, break a, you know, break a sweat. So yeah. I love the character. Um, I'm I'm glad that she is, you know, in this story. I'm glad that she is a, a big part of this story. So yeah. that's just me, you know, tooting her horn. That sounds wrong, but. Yeah.
0: No, 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 Some, no. Sometimes you need your toot horn <laughs> or, or your horn toot it, you know, how, how, however you <laughs> choose to get down. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not gonna put myself out there, but you know, wink. Whichever um, needs to be too, right? I'm saying. We all got something. It but just having like that, that character because I sometimes like you read it and I've, I've actually um, made a point of looking more for female characters like that who are just warriors, mm-hmm. whether ancient or, uh-huh. you know, modern day warrior soldiers. And for her to be a marine and then go into MMA,
1: uh-huh.
0: and seeing her punch that bag, I that. It's just one of the coolest things in the world to me. I love that image of, you know, still being beautiful and what have you, and just and being powerful and beautiful and strong and not being afraid to not be the quote unquote norm of not having muscles and everything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, y'all know how I get down. Love all types. Love all all body types. Hashtag Hooper Friday. And you know, it just it same but to have beauty and grace and strength in forms that aren't considered to be desirable. Mm-hmm. I love that fact. And then having someone who was just take no business, you know, excuse me, I'm taking no shit, you know, just all in their business of fighting. I just dig that. So that car- when I was reading it, I was like, all right, yeah, cool, all right, cool, yeah, yeah. And I mean, justice, having a black angel hmm it's just because you know that's what our ancestors are you know the an- ancestors be looking down like you know it wasn't clarence from um it, it's a wonderful life that, that saved your day right that was me that's me remember when you say remember when you were seasoning those, those those red beans and you and you didn't know when to stop <laughs> people eating? that was me to tap you until you said all right that's uh, that's, <laughs> enough. that's enough old bay you don't need no more <laughs> you know what i mean so having Again, representation matters in all aspects, whether it is skin tone, whether it is LGBTQ+, plus, uh, whether it is uh, uh, your gender identity, whether it is a non-binary, non-binary gender fluid um, intersex. Mm-hmm. I'm learning about that one now because yeah. I'm learning. I'm 43, but I'm learning. I'm, I want to learn because I want to give everyone respect and I want to show everyone love and I want to have inclusion, actual inclusion in things. Yeah. And I think that's just so beautiful and great and wonderful. And all of a sudden, I started thinking of watching Noah's Ark, but I don't know where to watch it, unfortunately. So sad. It used to be on... Um, logo. Logo, I but... Heard I don't know where to watch it now. I, I honestly don't. Maybe Hulu, maybe? I haven't seen it because Hulu. I would find it. because oh, I, I um, love that show. I love that. Oh, my God. I love that show. Um, yeah. It, that's just, I'm just a huge fan of it. It was just so cool um, and something so different. For, for me to watch because I watched some of Queer's Folk and I was like, okay. It wasn't like... <laughs> Queer as Folk was a good showtime show. I don't know if that like if that sentence makes sense, but it does to me because Showtime.
2: Yeah, well I mean it was it was definitely raunchier from what I remember but Oh yeah 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 definitely. It yeah it didn't
0: show you know people of color. Yeah it, it definitely didn't. So seeing uh uh Noah's Ark, I was like, oh this is different. And I sat down and I was watching I was like all right, and just seeing the dynamics and everything. Like one of my favorite memes is of Alex eating the ribs. That's one yes. of my favorite. I, I'll, I'll use that I'll use that jive <laughs> until the day I die. I don't care because it, he's sitting there like, and I don't eat pork. He's it and, up too, <laughs> and I don't like ribs, but he would just sit and like, and I'm like, he that's that's a good bread. ass rib right there. Um, uh, so so let people know where they can get her where they can get uh, the Wingless comics, where they can go for the Kickstarter, Malachi, please. Okay. So for her,
2: you know, you mentioned it earlier, you can find it on Amazon. Um, it you know, you can buy as many copies as you want. You know, if you wanna buy, you know. Yes. Just please, <laughs> please and thank you. Yes. Um, but for, for Wingless, you know, we do have a website that you can, um, you know, make your purchases. Uh, it is wingless, E N T for entertainment.com. So it's winglessint.com. Um, if you go to the website, and of course you will, because why wouldn't you? Um, there's a tab that says comics. You could actually download some free comics that we have there. So okay. if you haven't had the, the pleasure of reading Justice Number Zero, it is there for free. Um, if you want to read Her Number Zero, because of course you do. I mean, why wouldn't you wanna read her? Mm. It's there for you. And if you and if you subscribe to um, our newsletter, you get a free comic, um, Justice One and a half called A Simple Wish. Um now that one, that was a, it's, it's intense that story, but intense in a good way. So okay. so definitely check it out. You know, I wanna hear your thoughts on it, obviously. And if I don't hear from you, I'm gonna seek you out, you know, as I often do. And he will. <laughs> We will. I find you. I find you. Um, so we're also on Instagram. You know, wingless comics. You know, I am also on Instagram. You know, I don't. I admit I don't use it as much as I do Facebook, but I'm still there. Uh, as Facebook, that's I can cut up on Facebook. It's more fun.
0: Facebook is way more you than Instagram. Yeah,
2: yeah cause you see, I'm like, yeah, hey, you, you know, wingless comics. You know, Kickstarter. You know, here's a video. But on Facebook, I'm like. Let me tell you about this beep you know mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. uh so <laughs> instagram you know it's Mal the writer so it's gonna be an underscore between Mal underscore the underscore writer um we do have a wingless comics twitter account i have a twitter account as well but i have not logged in in like a year and a half and you know i twitter is, is it's it, I just, I could never get into it, but we do have a Wingless Twitter account. That's your thing. Um, and of course, you know, the Kickstarter, you know, just search out Wingless Comics, um, Nightfall Part Two, A Code Wind Blows, it'll pop up. Um, we have a cute little video. You know, again, the tears are great. Oh, about the tears. Um, if you want to be featured as a character in Nightfall, you know, you can pledge, you know, the, to the cameo tier, and you will show up before the end of the story. Personally, this is my favorite tier because I, I love seeing like you know people, you know, um, who pledge, and you see them in the comic book, you know, because they, they, you know, they, they totally lose it. So a friend of mine, um, Tiara Reed, she is one of my biggest supporters and one of my one of my dearest friends. So she um she hit me up a couple months ago when we did, when we did the uh, previous Kickstarter. Mm. He's like, yeah, you know, just just take all my money. And I said, I will. I'll take your uh, money. And so we pledged. So if you go to um, the Kickstarter now, and there's a scene where you see the um, the news reporter in the helicopter, mm-hmm. that's her.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, okay, cool. You're not Good just
2: you know, you know you know a background character. You know, you actually will be in mm-hmm. the story. So
0: that's my favorite tier. Uh, that is awesome. Uh I have one question real quick. Sure. Okay, so when you do start writing the X-Men, um I want to know because I'm speaking it into
1: Existence.
0: Existence. <laughs> I'm gonna manifest-, manifest the shit out of this. Um, you even it for a minute though, we discussed this before. Yeah. Who would you have? Okay, you have five members. Oh my what's, god. What's the team that you pick? <sighs>
2: All right, so since we are doing, you know, the Krakoan era of mm-hmm. Men, mm-hmm. um obviously we want to have Storm. Because Storm is, and I love that, I need to get that shirt. Who did that shirt? Was that Sean Allen who did the shirt? Yes, and and I have a mask to match. I've seen it and I want it. It's, it. I, all right, damn. Uh, so I'm, I'm screaming, I get excited. <laughs> So Storm, yes, With Storm okay. I would love to have you know um, you know be the leader of that team. Right. Um, I have such a fondness for Marrow, you know, from the world. Yes. I mean, I just I've always loved the character, and I always loved the um the tension between her and Storm. But I guess mm. you know, if Storm ripped out your heart, literally, I guess I'll be mad too, right? Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Um, I love Nightcrawler you know right. you know mm-hmm. you need to have the heart and soul of the team um kurt has always been that you know for the x-men yeah um i do have a fondness for colossus
0: okay
2: so you know with him in x force i don't get to see him as much as i want so mm-hmm. i would definitely give him more of a role in you know my lineup and i will go back to how he looked in extraordinary x-men when he had the beard going on and, oh you know, yeah the hipster look yeah stuff. That was probably one of my favorite looks for him. Um, if Kitty, excuse me, if Kate wasn't so busy with the Marauders, I would include her. But <laughs> it's getting a little too much for her. It's like, you know, just stay with your little boat. Um, so <laughs> just be a pirate. Uh, I'm be a pirate, because she can be problematic sometimes, too. Oh, my word. So Kitty can, excuse me, Kate. Yeah. Um, so Storm, Marrow, right. Crawler. Colossus. I'm not gonna go with Wolverine because mm. he's always in someone's face. But you know what? Why not go with Nagat?
0: Oh, oh,
2: he All is right. another favorite, right. of mine. and we have we haven't really seen him that much aside from like the random cameo. You mm-hmm. know, past I don't know twenty three years. Mm. So I would mm. love the opportunity to. You know, fully bring him into the X Men, and because um, if I if I can't have him, then maybe Nezno or Gentle. I just yeah. I just I want I just want to say black. Oh, and what about Tempo?
0: Because they're not, they're never going to use her, so I'll use her. You know, let's let's bring okay. her. In. I we didn't have, know if you were going to say Tempo or Sync. I didn't know who you were going to say. You know
2: what? I'll take anybody that's black.
0: Oh. yeah. The all new, all black X Men. With all it, right, with right, it. Pretty right, right, black. Right, right. That's the blackest cover of any comic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got to be a wraparound. It's got to be a wraparound. Yes. You got to have all uh, ooh.
2: I wanted to put a foil cover too, like issue 325. Remember? Yeah, I want
0: number 300.
2: Remember that one? Yeah. I want yeah. those colors.
0: So we're going to have that old school 90s
2: mm-hmm.
0: foil wrapped yeah. up. You have to order. You can't order online. You got to order it from the back of a comic. You got to yeah. send in a money order or a check. We got to go old school. <laughs> you know. Yes. You, you can't do digital. It can only come yeah. that way to you, and it's going to take like a month because it got to get there, then it got to come back. <laughs> yeah. I'll
2: never forget this, and this is why I stopped doing <laughs> subscription. Yes. I, I started doing it when I was like maybe like thirteen, and I got cable or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. In 2004-ish, I was doing uh, Uncanny X-Men. Mm-hmm. So that's you know the uh, extreme X-Men return to the mansion. Right. So I was waiting for my... uh, What was going on? Was it the House of M tie-in in 2005? Because they had a storyline with Rachel with Psylocke. They were in a white room, the, the white-hot room. Okay. So I was waiting for that issue to come in, and I'll never forget this. The, the Some of it came in on the, um, the plastic and the cardboard. Yes. I just got the cardboard. Someone had stolen the comic book, Ooh. but I still had the cardboard mail to me. That's <laughs> issue, I said, <laughs> and of course it happened towards the end of my subscriptions, I was like, you know what? Uh, oh, this. I
0: am. I'm so. I'm so done with mail subscriptions. But yeah, that, that is the most hateful thing I've ever been. heard. I'm not better. That was so hateful. Well malachi thank you so very much for joining us on this on this uh, saturday and just being like i said you are the if i was to go and ask someone about marvel lore you proved it in the beginning like you didn't even have to but you were like look and you knew the number and it was a wednesday and i think it was overcast (laughs) it was like 47 degrees (laughs) <laughs> um, the humidity was at a point well I don't know if, if you can see from the Doppler radar right here for the, the, what the weather was so on point and the, this, is, this is who you want in your writer's room mm-hmm. for a comic for any writer's room truthfully because the amount of detail and the passion that you have in it is incredible it's amazing I love it um, it's what Well, like I said, legitimately, you're one of the people who I stay on Facebook for, because like I said, I I could set Facebook on fire and just walk away and not even give a damn. I really don't give I. Yeah, but Malachi is one of those creators who has an eye for detail and will give it to you and will do it with such exuberance, such passion, such heart. But still giving you these different perspectives of characters is amazing so anyone who has malachi on their team for any project you are incredibly blessed you that, well, yes i <laughs> look i'm not trying to get on nobody's bass i I'm, I'm just trying to say the man's praise i'm i don't, I don't want to get on nobody nobody's, nobody's bass <laughs> all i'm trying to do is eat pancakes and be happy that's all i'm trying to do sure those pancakes i swear but pancakes yeah. fupa friday and just be happy in my sweatpants that's it so thank you so very much malachi <laughs> yeah. Thank have, you. Guys, I appreciate it. I will have mm-hmm. links for everything for her, for a wingless and Inter- comes entertainment for the Kickstarter. I'll have links um, on the podcast and also here as well, folks. Um, but uh, this has been an amazing episode. So much mm-hmm. fun. Uh, lo- there's, we could go on for actually probably a couple of days talking about WandaVision. We may have to do like a whole episode where we just talk about WandaVision, possibly. I don't know. I don't know if I can go through that. Right. Well, don't
2: forget, two weeks, we got to do um, Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Two yeah. Two weeks. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. It, it, it has a lot to live up to, but it's going to be a different, but, but it's going to be like apples and oranges, but yeah. it still has a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of part of the thing, too, is the fact that Sam has to live up to this great, ooh, ooh, the storytelling's already begun and hasn't even started yet. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Did I just do that? I think I did. Yeah. What um, <laughs> happened? So, thank you very much to Malachi Bailey uh, mm-hmm. for being with us and joining us and gracing us with your presence on the show. So much appreciated. Thank you so very much, uh, Michael. Any last
1: words? Uh, COVID is still out there. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yes. Yes. And Texas. Continue to be good to each other. Yes or as antonio loves to say don't be a dick you yeah, know yeah. uh, as as myself um
0: you know do the best you can with what you got because it's all that you get um and as michael did allude to yes um you know my ending um, don't be a dick and um don't be a cunt especially that's i mean that's it i mean i you know what the word is not just <laughs> For, like, anyone who's English or Irish, even though they say it wonderfully, <laughs> <I'm totally laughs> it. the way they, oh, the way when you hear it coming out of someone's mouth who is English or Irish, oh, it's, it's, there's a gravitas. Thank you, James Lipton. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a, there, there's a gravitas to the word. Um, so, on that note, thank you very much, everyone, for everyone who responded. Uh, just a great it, interact, all of you in, in, in the comments loved it. Great. Mm-hmm. To everyone who was listening, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Eat something tasty and wash your drawers. I don't I don't I don't know. It's the best I got right now, folks. That that's it. And lotion. Lotion is very important because it's gonna come out. Lotion is very important. Lotion is important. That was not shade. I'm just saying lotion is important because we're coming up on those times, all right. Everyone enjoy the day, have a good one and enjoy yourselves, all right? Peace. All right.